Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very accomplished professional from the world of academia, from London, UK, Professor Paolo Tatiki. Paolo, welcome to the show. It's my pleasure to be in your show. Thank you. Professor Tatiki is the Professor of Strategy and Sustainability at the University College of London, its School of Management. In addition to his academic and advisory work, he's also an entrepreneur, having co-founded four firms in the fields of engineering, technology, and consultancy. He has been chosen by the influential website Poets and Quants as one of the world's top 40 business school professors under the age of 40. So, Paolo, before we talk about strategy and sustainability, Tell me about your own journey in brief. <laughs> so I guess uh, uh, I'm uh, kind of a, an unusual academic mm -hmm. uh, because uh, uh, since the very beginning, uh, I uh, decided to, uh, to try to uh, develop uh, a portfolio career. Uh, so uh, the, the academic uh, journey has been uh, the core of my professional journey. Mm -hmm. uh, but during uh, uh, my uh, PhD, I started my first company back in Italy. Um, and uh, um, since since then, I started uh, three more, uh, one more in Italy, two more in the UK. Uh, so uh, I, I have a kind of, you know, an entrepreneurial experience. Uh, um, and uh, over the years, I've been uh, uh, very uh, active uh, uh, as a consultant, uh, mm -hmm. both for uh, the corporates uh, and, uh, and governments, and I'm also very active uh, in, in public speaking. Mm -hmm. So um, every week is different for me. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I move uh, every day from research to mm -hmm. consulting uh, to uh, training uh, Fortune 500 companies, uh, uh, a lot of traveling. Uh, I uh, basically uh, developed uh, uh, projects uh, in, uh, uh, I guess, maybe more than 15 countries, uh, mm -hmm. four continents, uh, um, and uh, uh, these days, uh, I spend a lot of my time uh, in the U.S., uh, in the Middle East, uh, uh, in Asia, uh, uh, helping organizations uh, to uh, become more sustainable, which is uh, my area of specialization, my passion, uh, uh, and uh, I guess uh, my mission in life. Fascinating, fascinating. So, uh, Paolo, how do you define sustainability transformation in the context of modern businesses? That's a very good question, and I don't believe today many uh, managers and uh, entrepreneurs uh, necessarily have the right answer to that question. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess uh, we come uh, uh, from decades um, where uh, basically the topic of sustainability in business was right. uh, uh, basically treated uh, as a CSR topic. Uh, this idea uh, that uh, you know companies should give back. Uh, so basically, you use a part of revenue or part of profit uh, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, support uh, uh, initiatives that do create a positive impact on society. Mm -hmm. um, these basically approaches of the past uh, didn't really help companies uh, to uh, minimize the negative impacts, it didn't help companies uh, to change their mindset. Uh, um, so uh, this basically resulted over the years uh, in uh, a lot of situations, for example, of greenwashing uh, or, or social washing. Uh, so today, I guess uh, uh, there it is kind of clear that uh, uh, if we wanted to achieve a sustainable development of society, um, a business plays uh, an important role mm -hmm. uh, in that agenda. 
Uh, and therefore, we want uh, companies not only to minimize their negative impacts on the environment or on society, but we want them to be you know, positive actors in, in society. And this basically calls for the uh, integration of what is called ESG, environmental, social, yeah. and governance factors in decision making. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, sustainable transformation at the end uh, is about uh, you know, building better organizations that are more responsible, but that at the same time are also very competitive. So um, there is a, you know, no tension between, or there shouldn't be a tension between the topic of sustainability and the topic of profit. Because if you develop the right approaches for sustainability, you can, act, you can actually build the very competitive organizations. What a great response. Thank you. And what, in your view, are some of the biggest challenges companies face in implementing sustainable practices? Uh, of course, there are there are uh, there are a few. I guess uh, the uh, the the main one uh, I, uh, I I recognize from my work with companies uh, is a kind of the lack of education. Uh, I studied my MBA uh, only about fifteen years ago, and uh, in uh, in one year program, not a single professor mentioned the word sustainability to me at the time. <laughs> uh, and and today, if you offer um, an MBA program in a top university, it is mandatory uh, to include the sustainability in the right. curriculum. So uh, today, the, 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 the you know graduates, the future generation of business leaders, uh, they are educating on this topic. Uh, they understand why it is uh, why sustainable transformation is important and why it is going mm. to affect the competitiveness of mm. companies in the future. Mm. But the current managers, the current executives, the current entrepreneurs, uh, they didn't receive necessary that type of education. Mm. So I guess uh, today uh, they are engaging with this topic because uh, they uh, start uh, understanding that there are risks, opportunities associated to sustainable transformation. Uh, they appreciate the importance for brand and reputation for the company. Um, but uh, generically speaking, uh, uh, when I interact with companies and the management teams of companies, uh, I rec I find uh, uh, basically a huge, uh, uh, basically lack of know-how, lack of education on this topic. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is why many corporations today are investing on uh, uh, training their management teams on ESG because uh, basically that's the very first starting point. You need uh, you know, your, your people, your human capital to understand why this is important. Mm -hmm. And then you can start strategizing on that. Very interesting. And one of the other challenges that I have seen with a lot of businesses is how do you balance competitive strategy and sustainability? Yeah. Love to get your perspective. Yeah. So, of course, uh, uh, you know, in, in business, uh, you, you, you always have, a kind of, you always face trade-offs of different kind. Uh, you always have, uh, like, uh, competing priorities. Uh, and that's, I guess, you know, uh, something very normal um, in a, when you are in a kind of management uh, uh, position. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I guess uh, the I don't see you know sustainability as uh, something going uh, in a different direction from from real strategy or real business. Uh, I, I believe uh, the big goal, the big challenge, uh, is uh, to try to integrate sustainability into competitive strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, in the past, uh, uh, you know, when uh, sustainability was approached, as I said before, as a CSR topic, uh, it became completely disconnected from real business. It became completely dis uh, disconnected from strategy. 
uh, in the best scenario, it was uh, connecting to marketing and communication. <laughs> Uh, uh, while today we are trying you know, to uh, position sustainability as a strategy topic mm-hmm. um, and that therefore uh, the, uh, sustainable transformation uh, is entering uh, the executive agenda and the agenda of, of boards. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I guess uh, um, today uh, the big difference compared to 10 years ago, for example, is mm-hmm. that there is a, a huge pressure um, for sustainable transformation uh, coming from a plurality of stakeholders. So uh, governments are pushing for sustainable transformations, clients, investors, uh, employees, uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, NGOs uh, and uh, uh, other you know, um, uh, organizations that are you know, uh, stakeholders of companies. So it's not anymore just one stakeholder demanding for this change, is a plurality of them. And this is, you know, creating uh, the necessary pressure for, for action today. Hmm. And how has the concept of competitive advantage evolved in the area yeah. of sustainability? Because I know young people like you are always looking for sustainable practices in business, unlike baby boomer uh, generation like me. <laughs> so uh, first of all, thank you for suggesting I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told me 15 uh, years ago, MBA, so I... Assume right now, <laughs> uh, but to to your to your question, uh, I guess uh, uh, I guess the coming you know, home uh, f- famous Michael Porter definition of competitive advantages yeah. is coming you know, still uh, valid today. I mean, uh, the kind of classic definition uh, suggests that. Uh, um, uh, companies uh, uh, um, can, can develop a competitive advantage in industry because uh, uh, they develop attributes that basically allow them to uh, outperform competitors financially in the long term. Mm. Um, so first of all, is it, when you speak about competitive advantages, a long-term game and kind of sustainability is very much about uh, you know long-term. Mm. Uh, approaches to business uh, and then uh, you know when, when you speak about competitive advantage uh, uh, there is a never you know one attribute that makes right. the difference and explains the success uh, is a combination of attributes so right. uh, my my view is that uh, today sustainability is uh, definitely a driver of uh, competitiveness uh, in any kind of industry okay mm. as a digital transformation as agility as other factors mm. But of course, there are companies that uh, decide you know, to push strategies that very much leverage uh, sustainable transformation and sustainability positioning. Mm-hmm. So at that point, they really try to build a competitive advantage uh, on sustainability. So mm-hmm. that specific attribute becomes more relevant than the others. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, Patagonia in the US could yeah. be you know, a classic example Absolutely. of a company that uh, uh, not only integrated the sustainability into its strategy, but really pushed it to another level mm. with the goal of building a competitive advantage in industry on sustainability. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think the two topics are, are definitely related. I, I don't expect any company to kind of, uh, develop a competitive advantage based on sustainability, but I do expect uh, kind of, any company to try to integrate sustainability somehow in, uh, in operations and strategy. Very well said. And what in your view are, and based on all the consulting work that you do, what are some of the common misconceptions managers and leaders have about sustainability? Um, I guess uh, the 
probably major uh, concern or major misconception is that uh, um, sustainability or sustainable transformation uh, is uh, uh, like a new cost of doing business. Mm. Um, and uh, very often uh, you get that uh, uh, from uh, uh, managers uh, who basically look at sustainability simply as a compliance topic. Mm. And of course, you know, sustainability is also a compliance topic. Mm. Um, and uh, uh, you know, compliance very often uh, is perceived uh, as a cost uh, by by organizations. But the reality is that uh, um, uh, sustainability and sustainable transformation can, can uh, uh, unlock uh, several business opportunities. So mm. you can uh, kind of create revenue, can create profit out of sustainability positioning. Mm. Um, so uh, I believe. Uh, you know, the, the, the misconception is very much uh, uh, associated to, uh, I guess, uh, the, the level of education of the company, uh, the mindset of the company, um, and how you approach this, uh, you know, this, this topic. Mm. Uh, but, you know, this idea that uh, sustainability is a cost uh, is wrong, uh, is simply wrong. Mm. Um, and, and very often when I... Uh, when I hear, you know, managers and entrepreneurs, uh, you know, speaking uh, about sustainability like that, I immediately understand uh, that their approach uh, is not the right one. Uh, so there is work to be done. Mm. Very interesting. My next question for you is that when you go and start consulting with any organization or when you're speaking at large seminars, what is the first step you recommend? To leaders to start their journey towards sustainability? Yeah, uh, very good uh, uh, question. Uh, I guess uh, the uh, first uh, recommendation I always make mm -hmm. uh, before, you know, jumping on uh, implementing projects or designing a strategy uh, is uh, to really discuss uh, in the organization uh, mm -hmm. the business case for mm -hmm. sustainable transformation. Because mm -hmm. uh, there is a uh, um, research suggesting that uh, uh, very often the companies uh, uh, started these uh, journeys without understanding the business case for that. Mm. Um, so spending time uh, um, discussing uh, why we should be doing this mm. is extremely, extremely important. Mm. Now, uh, there are a number of common uh, uh, factors that uh, you know very often uh, uh, help to build the business case. Mm -hmm. There is uh, the uh, you know uh, importance from a reputation perspective. Mm -hmm. So uh, importance for the brand, uh, importance for corporate reputation, and that's one of them. Compliance mm -hmm. is another factor. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Possible uh, uh, benefits associated to the cost of operations, because mm. when you speak about sustainability at the level of operations, we are really looking at uh, optimization of operations. So right. it comes with cost benefits. Mm. Then there, are, there is the topic of uh, risk, uh, ESG risks that mm. today are very real. And then mm. there is the topic of uh, business opportunities. Mm. Um, so it's very kind of, you know, uh, important to understand uh, all of these elements of the business case. Mm -hmm. If we invest on in sustainability, what type of opportunities we can unlock? What type of commercial opportunities we should try to explore? Mm -hmm. um, if uh, you know uh, we, we are investing on in sustainability, what type of ESG risks are we managing? Mm -hmm. Because uh, if you can uh, basically build the business case uh, correctly, that basically will inform your strategy. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you are going in the right direction. Right. 
and the managers uh, uh, understand the value of that agenda because it's been defined in you know, the normal uh, uh, you know, way, mm -hmm. uh, uh, in you know, the way that uh, business discusses any other project, okay? Um, so if you invest in sustainability, you know, you should, uh, the, the, the type of return that you expect should be clear to mm -hmm. the management team. Very interesting. So, uh, Paolo, let's now move to from sustainable businesses to sustainable cities, uh, because you do a lot of work with the governments as well. What are some of the key elements of a sustainable city? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I guess, uh, um, first of all, um, I kind uh, of I appreciate you use the word sustainable and not necessarily smart because, you know, very often we speak about smart cities yeah. and uh, not necessarily all people like that uh, because it is a kind of concept of a smart city was uh, kind of commercially pushed by some multinational companies uh, and uh, uh, not, not necessarily everyone is on board with that. Uh, but I guess uh, um, we, we need to understand that uh, uh, cities uh, plays uh, uh, will play a major uh, role in our future. Okay, uh, basically eighty percent of GDP growth uh, is created uh, in uh, uh, in the largest cities of the world. Mm. So when you look at basically designing cities, you are looking at designing economies. Mm. Okay, so that's the very first important observation. Mm. Uh, second, uh, in uh, um, uh, 2011, if I remember well, was uh, uh, the year when for the first time uh, half of the world's population uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, started living in uh, urban areas uh, and half in rural areas. Right. The forecast uh, is that by 2050, 70% of the world's population uh, is going to live in cities. Wow. Uh, so there is a huge pressure on cities uh, uh, that is you know, uh, driven by population growth. Uh, we are growing at the speed of light. Okay, mm -hmm. You have uh, uh, 8 billion people today. Two centuries ago, the population in the planet was 1 billion. So eight times in 200 years, uh, that's huge. Uh, mm -hmm. And that you know, is, a, is a proxy of the level of the pressure that uh, you know population is creating on planet resources right. and on cities. Mm -hmm. Um, so we do need to get cities right. Um, so when we speak about uh, sustainable cities, um, we refer to cities that are, um, for example, uh, energy efficient. Mm. We refer uh, to cities that are livable, uh, uh, cities that are you know, able to um, support uh, uh, the needs of citizens. Uh, cities that uh, um, are able to create uh, local economies mm -hmm. uh, that support uh, kind of the life of population. Cities that are resilient, uh, because we know, for example, that uh, uh, the large majority of cities in the world uh, is in coastal areas, uh, largest cities at least. Mm -hmm. uh, and that means that they are particularly exposed to, for example, uh, uh, extreme weather events associated mm -hmm. to uh, climate change. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we, we, if we want uh, you know, to avoid uh, disruption and social mm -hmm. sufferance associated to these events, we need to, re to redesign uh, 
cities uh, so they can be more resilient. So there are kind of really a lot of topics uh, that uh, you know are addressed uh, uh, by cities today. Uh, but I guess uh, genetically speaking, uh, you are looking at uh, environmental sustainability, economic sustainability, social sustainability, uh, social justice uh, uh, as you know some of the important topics. Very interesting. So time for two more questions. My next question is that how is sustainability being integrated into business education uh, today? Yeah, very good question. So this is something that uh, has been happening, uh, I would say, uh, significantly for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it, it became clear that... Uh, uh, if we wanted uh, you know, to, to change business and society, uh, we had uh, to educate uh, leaders of business and society in a different way. Right. Um, so um, uh, today, for example, uh, uh, in, uh, in the world of uh, business schools, where we have uh, uh, some you know, international accreditations that are very relevant uh, mm. uh, uh, for, for what we do, uh, they basically, these accreditations uh, now uh, push uh, schools uh, to integrate the sustainability in curricula at the different levels. Mm -hmm. So uh, today in, in management curricula, you will find uh, standalone modules, very often core modules uh, focused on sustainability, but you also integrate sustainability in all the traditional modules. So today, if you study um, finance uh, at UCL, you also learn about sustainable finance. If you study uh, operations. So you also learn about sustainable operations. Mm. So uh, it, it's basically uh, kind of, you know, this idea that uh, sustainability should be integrated into decision-making mm -hmm. and therefore touches mm. uh, any kind of management mm. subject that you can name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is happening. It's happening very quickly. Uh, I've done a lot of work on this, uh, uh, both uh, at uh, uh, Imperial College uh, London and University College London. Uh, mm. And uh, what is uh, for me fascinating is that uh, uh, the pressure is coming from students. Mm -hmm. They really want this. Uh, they have an interest uh, for sustainability projects. They have an interest to learn about sustainability. Uh, so this is kind of, you know, is the best pressure that you know we can get to drive this type of change because, uh, of course, uh, students are our customers. Well said. And my last question to you: uh, What is your vision for the future of sustainability in business and society? Uh, I guess uh, this is a, a kind of a, a journey that uh, um, uh, affects business and government. Mm -hmm. uh, that a journey that uh, started uh, a long time ago, to be honest, but uh, for sure accelerated in the mm -hmm. last uh, 10 years. Uh, and we are not going back. Uh, so I guess uh, my vision uh, is that uh, organizations that are not going to take this seriously will not survive. Mm. Uh, and, and my vision is that this is a topic of sustainable transformation that will affect uh, uh, the ability of companies to compete in markets. Mm. Uh, so my advice to you know uh, business leaders out there is uh, uh, be serious about it. Uh, make sure you have the right strategies about it mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, kind of a start that is a process of change uh, that starts today and will last forever. Very interesting. And on that note, uh, Paolo, thank you so much for speaking to me about your own amazing journey. Thank you for speaking to me about so many different aspects of sustainability. I learned many new things from you today. Thank you for speaking to me, not just about sustainability for managers, 
companies, but thank you also for speaking to me about sustainability when it comes to city and society. Thank you it again. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in, to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.